0: Hey everybody, this is Seth with the Boogie Broadcast. Today, I got my main man, Stephen Allen. Good to be here. Dude, how long have we known each other? A long time. Years and years.
1: It was... Let's see, let's see, I spent the first time I met you, I was friends with Isaiah, your brother. I spent that weekend at your house after... After camp. I had to be like, what, 15 or 16? At least a decade. Yeah, dude. Way over then, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it was fifteen or sixteen years, and then uh, was that? That's the same time you poured Isaiah out of that creek, wasn't it? I think it was. No, that, the it was a river. I think it water. was.
1: I think it was that summer. I don't know if it was that later. Wait, that, maybe it was well, that
0: weekend because that 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 ends. You know, Blitz ends in the summer.
1: Yeah, maybe that was. It's so weird because I felt like that happened so much further on in our. And our friendship. And I guess that was really at the very, very beginning. And it might have been the start. You know, because your mom gave me a hug after that. And I thought, like, man, like, I don't know this lady well enough to be like, 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 she's like, you pulled her son out of the river. And so it was like, it was just like, yeah. And now she's like, mom. But yeah. Yeah. That's good. So,
0: uh, so we're here at this spot right here. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what you were telling me was crazy. I had no idea. This is the spot or close to the spot where, we spent a few hours uh, plotting, plotting a plotting
1: epic prank scare that backfired, but re- didn't
0: really backfire. We
1: got lucky. We
0: got really
1: lucky. Yeah, luck is yeah. luck. I don't think is the
0: word. If there's another one above that one, because we planned to scare our friend while he was actually covering for you, yeah. which he did not know that. Right.
1: We, so we hid in the. Dumpster? So well, dumpster so, area. All right, so yeah. for the listeners who don't understand, so um, this is back before I was in the military, and I had a uh, janitorial cleaning service, and so a unnamed uh, client of mine in this area here um, had people go in and clean every night, and it was his night to clean. And so here we were, and we were hiding outside behind the dumpster waiting for, for waiting for him to show up and clean oh it took forever for him to show up it took so long long story short so long we were gonna sneak in we had baseball bats halloween masks the good ones yeah. um and you know we were going to just you know put we were gonna pose as like Like, I don't know, some punks breaking in and, like, threatening him. I don't even... Well, no, no, you said something... Well, at first, you you were trying to... I don't know if... You do remember this? You were trying to
0: tell him to open the safe or something like that. No,
1: no, what we were going to do is we were going to... We were going to confront him, corner him, and then get him to tell us the code to the alarm. Okay. Because... And anyway, this whole... Okay, we were... What, I was, like, 19? Well, I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I I was, like, 16. yeah. And I remember
1: because uh, I had zero responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, long story short, you know, he, he figured out we were there before we got to... He, well, he, he didn't know it was us. He saw us he saw, as... No, he saw you he run saw me running to the, to the, the back, back door. Store the back yeah. door, in the mask, leather jacket, white rubber gloves, baseball bat. Oh, man. And uh, And so he ran to this hotel... This, exa- this, this exact this hotel exact that hotel, we're in. like what at least three quarters of a mile, unreal. And, and I had no
0: idea when I when I booked this place. Yeah.
1: And then he called the cops. So like, whatever. I mean, I don't remember how many cop cars showed up.
0: Well, okay, well, okay. There was I was on the edge, okay, and you were in the back. Cop, I'm walking just normal. I remember this, just normal walking. And this yeah. this homeboy pulls up with his brush guard and just about taps me. On the, I mean, he comes in, woo, hot, stops super close to me. And this is like, start asking me questions. Okay. We have, we ditched everything.
1: Yeah, we did. We okay. ditched everything. This is how many were responses. We saw well, from the inner, cause we were down there and I could see all the interstate. I can see the bridge going across on the overpass and I saw at least three or four lights, cars going and, and I was like, Oh and, and,
0: snap. But here's what the crazy thing is. Once they got me, I had nothing on me but rubber gloves. Right. And the cop was frisking me and he said, do you have anything on you that might hurt me or whatever? I was like, no. Right. And you had ditched your so mask. You had I ditched your, your, the baseball yeah. bat we
1: had. And then he
0: pulls out those gloves, and he goes, what do you use these for? I was like, "Uh, cleaning. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we're here to clean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um. Yeah. and by the time I came out, because we were separated. Yeah, you, we had, were, we you were didn't know where I you didn't We know where were I trying I was to figure nothing. out where Sean went. We didn't know he ran here. We were like, where'd he go? Yeah. And so- when i come out you're in the back of the cop car they're questioning us dude i was i remember and we're i remember having (laughs) no fear because i was just so like
0: blown i was just so like i felt so cool i'm like i am in the back of this cop car i'm just chilling but i had no id i had no cell phone i had nothing i was a perfect criminal i had zero zero at all yeah so okay so all that happened they no charges were pressed. Right. Sean saw my face. He saw your face. He's like, well, He's like, What are all, in the world? What are y'all doing what here? What are y'all doing here? Yeah. So all that all that passes over. Well, then our friend was in school for what what was he in school for? Was it Sean.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, like he's a cop now. But But was he in like but- it was like some kind of. He might have been in the academy or he
0: wasn't. It was a collegiate thing, I think.
1: Uh, maybe it was like a criminal. What, whatever. It, criminal justice or something uh, like that. Yeah. I don't. I do not. I, I don't think so. I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah. He got credits,
0: though. Yeah. Like, that's right. He that's got those right. credits
1: because he actually was involved in a call. Or some whatever. kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, he got to use the experience for pro- class project. That's great. So, yeah. it, it was, I mean, there's so many more details to that, but like. We could sit here and rehash that over your podcast, but it was definitely a uh, it was, it was it, a pivotal point in that relationship. It was very bonding, uh, very yeah, bonding no, that, experience.
0: That definitely was, yeah. Because all three of us remember that yeah. for, I mean, like to this day, like yeah. we it was a couple of days ago that yeah. it happened. It was so good.
1: We had a lot of other crazy, cool things that went on, well, but you know what I remember most about it is the difference between the reaction of my parents and your parents because <laughs> yeah. at the time I was 19 and I remember my parents just could not be more disappointed and mm-hmm. what a foolish decision it was Yeah, and then I remember feeling because I was older than you I was like you know what I'm I'm gonna tell your dad and like it's not like I'm the one who pulled you into this I'll talk to your dad and explain what happened and your dad I'm just waiting for him to be like you know like wait so you brought my because Sean had a nine millimeter I think he had, a, he had or, to get a Glock. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and and he had said it. All, so we saw him go in with the Glock and we were still like, because he just always carried it on him, you know, whatever, at night he's going to these different places, you know, at two yeah. or three in the morning, whatever. We saw it and we're like, nah, we're still going to scare him. Like, you know, because yeah. we're smart. Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. And so I'm telling him all the story of what happened and ten, trying to like take responsibility for it and apologizing to him. And I'm thinking he's going to, you know, like, hey, look, man, you you could have got my son into real trouble. You could have been hurt. And he literally is like, I'm hearing this noise on the other end. And it's him, like, laughing so hard he can't <laughs> stop to catch his breath. Well, well, to give you credit, you did not know my family
0: as well as you do now. Right. So you had no idea what to expect. Yes. You know, and I don't think I really knew what to expect either. But him laughing, I mean, I wasn't even really nervous because no one got hurt. Right. Know? But to right. him, for for him to see the humor in it, and I think yeah. you know he he loved that, and my mom too, which was crazy. You know, she they they both loved that story. I think because they I, we've always been those boys who have either been in casts have been in stitches, right? Something. So I think that they are just so used to something going on, right? That this they found this humorous because yeah. no one did get hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no one did, no one really got actually like you know we all were fine, you know we could have gotten hurt but we didn't.
1: It was yeah that's good stuff. Yeah, good story.
0: Real, it was great, man. And, I love I we, love that stuff. I yeah. do, I love that stuff.
1: So um, so what's new? You have your new podcast. This I have my here, I my here new, We
0: are yeah. I have my new podcast, the Boogie Broadcast. I'm trying to get my live thing set up. I still didn't figure that out. I will figure it out. Yeah. I'm using this system right now. I might switch, but. I like how I can pick it up and bring it somewhere. Yeah, this was really cool. I I'm was, I'm lucky that this hotel actually had some amenities and stuff. But yeah, I like how I can actually pick it up and bring it somewhere. So if I wanted to do one with you know, in the future with somebody, I can pick up stuff and move it and all yeah. that. And I'm I'm gonna try to get on some other platforms and stuff too,
1: and uh, try to get some more guests on and things like that. And who you've had so far, Sai who Cy, yeah. is really just incredible. Yeah. You, you and I've been. In my mind, I'm like, we're like best friends. And then you find out, like, most of the people that are friends with Seth are, Seth are you know, like, he's my best friend. I'm like, you're just that guy. It's a good thing. It's not, it's not bad at all. And I'm like, we're, we're the super close. And I realized, man, I, I learned more about Psy si listening to your, y'all's podcast than throughout all the stories and whenever we have, yeah. you know, been there at the same time. Well, but, uh,
0: I mean, it's, and I really try to break down my walls. But when it comes to my friends, diversity is the key here because we're all different. But also, like, I can't, Okay, so I have all these different friends, but yet I don't differ from friend to friend. So I try to stay my true self, and I, I it, it is a workout. I don't like when people say, you know, um, it's a bad thing to be true to yourself, or like whenever they're like saying, you know, uh, live for yourself or things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is being Seth for all of y'all, I feel is more important than me being Seth for... Um, my boss, or for like someone who's above me, or an authority figure, and even probably for myself. So I feel like if I change, like if I'm talking to you this way, but I turn around and talk to Asai a totally different way, I wouldn't feel like I'm being my true self for y'all. Like I would feel like I'm stealing myself from y'all. So I, I try to be transparent and open, but if if you just stop trying and you just like let your guard down and be vulnerable. Vulnerability is probably one of the biggest things I think I need to work on, but um, I, I let my guard down, and in return, I have great people like you in my life. Because we're we're friends through bonds and through scenarios, but really because I may, I open my heart up to you when I talk to you. Well, I but
1: I mean, I think that's what people struggle with. I mean, I'm just listening and trying to, you know, I, I think that most people what you said at the beginning is being different around so many different. You know, every time they're around a different person or a different environment, they become uh, yeah. someone different. And man, uh, I think I think that's way more common than you would think. That you know, they just auto on autopilot when they're in a different environment. They just try to adapt to like what they feel like is going to be the most uh, what's the word? Uh, best, th- yeah, the best yeah. received version of themselves, yeah. but I don't even think they realize it. Well, I mean, a lot, and, and I'm guilty of it.
0: A lot of people are like, like you said, they are on autopilot. They just like kind of like, okay, we're coming into turbulence. So let me switch this. Okay. I'm coming right. into this group of friends. Let me just switch to this dude. That's exhausting.
1: But I think it happens. It, uh, I, I think it happens without even realizing it. And so it's not necessarily maybe, maybe I don't yeah. know, I, maybe it's still exhausting, but I think it happens so, they're un, so unconscious of it. I think for me, and, and I would imagine that everyone does it to an extent, and yeah. maybe there's certain versions where like, it's even healthy to an extent where you're, you're, you're consciously like, Hey, you know, I'm with these people. So, you know, here's some things I might, you know, just out of, but it's a, it's a, I th- as long as it's a conscious decision for whatever. Um, but, um,
0: I think I think with first impressions, maybe, maybe you kind of tone yourself down a little bit. But if you if you we're 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 like really analyzing this, like I'm, but 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 this. This is how, but this is how important it is. Okay. The reason I have so many good people in my life is because all of those good people actually know who I really
1: am. Well, that's what yeah, that, and that's what I was getting at earlier. It's just like, man, I'd rather you just be honest, and there be certain aspects, and there are there are definitely aspects of like. We're we're really good friends, and there's definitely things that we completely disagree on, but we at least know exactly who the other person is, and uh, just you're you're just being your most honest self, and that you know I think people appreciate when someone's being real with them. They do, and 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 they can tell.
0: What does it take though to be your honest self? And I think it's the self awareness thing. I've I've had I've had many friends for a long time. All my all my close friends I've been friends with, with with. I'm assuming over eight, five eight years. Okay, so everyone who I consider close, but I recently do believe that I've become more self aware. I've been trying to, as you know, die to myself more often in the
1: past uh, two years. So for me, not what do you to, mean? What do you mean die to yourself? Because I, I like I feel like when I'm the first thing I'm getting is that like. I don't know that the Christian biblical perspective Die to this yourself as when well I'm, I'm interpreting, but I don't think that's what you mean. So, no, when I when I say like a lot of those things, like, you know, if I if I say like a biblical reference,
0: what I'm trying to do is that's the only way I can really feel like I can explain it. Excuse me, because I feel like the Bible does actually give us very good descriptions of things that we do and things that we should do. But who's to say, like, if it's right or wrong? I think that's to, to yourself so when I say die to self, what I'm talking about is not becoming the person I was yesterday because that person wasn't as good as I could be today, and that's what I mean by that. Yeah, what I mean by that is I've had all of my close friends for over five, eight years, ten years, some even sixteen, and in, 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 I mean, I'm twenty six, and I have had some friends that I've had since I was twelve, thirteen. So, but what I, what I'm trying to say is I've kept them. Even through my self awareness phase, where I've become more cognitive and more uh, conscious about my inner self, without changing, without altering my friendships and things, not saying
1: that I didn't get rid of some friendships that were toxic over the past four or five years, but but do you feel like okay? But do you feel like you have changed though, not because of everyone else, but because of this whole self awareness journey, and you've and those pe- people have still stayed with you through through this whole uh, growing experience or whatever you want to call it yeah so through that
0: phase no and yes yes I've changed on the inside no I haven't changed how I treat people on the outside because I've always felt like I've treated people to the best of my ability fair and the reason I don't say treat people good is because people need to be treated fairly people need And,
1: and it's probably not
0: grammatically correct well, I mean, maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm not trying. To, maybe True I'm people well. Yeah. Well, you know, I I grammar Nazi. Well, I just I want but I, what I want is I don't people would say they're not some people say they're not people pleasers and I've I've always said, "Well, no, no, we're all out to please somebody. I'm not a people pleaser. I just want those that that have invested in me to get some kind of
1: return out of it." Yes. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
0: different. But like, I'm not out to you know this. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm not trying to
1: do something so. This different. whole because I, I feel like I already know where you're gonna go because we've talked about this a million times. Well, where I think it's gonna go. So really, a million times. <laughs> we've <No>. had, we've <laughs> had. So, uh, this whole you know more self aware, um, wh- where. Where did that start, and what's like where did that start for you? for me, it originated whenever I start first started listening to
0: podcasts, and it has to do with a few individuals but i I also want to say it had to do when my brother passed away, yes, shortly following after that when my when Luke passed away, I felt that time stopped, and then my subconscious self came up and said hey, you need to reevaluate yourself. Yeah. And how can you reevaluate yourself
1: unless you have a guide or something, you know? Well, I think, you know, we, we both went through something uh, around a similar time frame in our lives. And I don't even think it was so much like, okay, Podcast, and for me, like I think one of the big things that just kind of ch- just showed me other perspectives, and I haven't listened to them recently, but really it was I listened to like the TED Radio Hour, and you're listening to people yes. who like had completely different views, but like just yeah. all these different perspectives. Um, But I-, I think it was the experiences that we both went through that we we talked about this the other day uh, about when you're stressed. I, I don't know how accurate this is but the description was that when you're stressed that is because you're in a situation that you're the current version of you cannot handle and so it's forcing you to improve to to become a better version mm-hmm. and so whenever you go through something that's traumatic yeah. tra- you know very, like uh, something very trying it's like it's putting you under immense stress and it's like it's the subconscious like voice inside saying hey we're not up to the task right here we're the current version like you need to grow you and you start like looking outward or inward whatever you're you're trying to uh trying to improve who you are and trying to grow and the thing is that if you don't you know it's like i think okay here just growing up you know you, you want to think of yourself, I, I thought I was like, you know, like, Oh, I'm, I'm pretty strong or whatever. Like I'm you know stronger than maybe the other guys in my mind. I'm I'm a guy and I'm, I have a, you know, an ego. And, and it wasn't until like, you know, my brother took me to the gym and like you're actually like having measured weights and you're actually able to like, you're Age put it. under that stress yeah. and that like, and it's like, Oh yeah. Like I can't do this. And like, now you're aware I need to, you know, I need to, I need to improve. I, I think, I think you're absolutely
0: right. And, the, those tragedies started the molding, but it was situations like that where I actually had to test myself and question myself as well. I think my I think my thing was wasn't testing myself under those stressful moments. it was what happened after that and the people who were involved in it with me that probably was more changing than anything. was the people who were involved in this high tragic stress moment that was a pivotal test in my life was probably more prominent in the people I was helping through it
1: were those were those same people in your life before the event though for the most part yeah yeah yeah. and so what changed was you like now you were in a instead of just like autopilot you know this is who I am now all of a sudden it's like yeah you know for the most part yeah you I had I had to change on the spot for for I had to put myself
0: to the side and help those that I cared more about, and, and and that's what I mean by die to self, like as well. On top of that, I had to put myself to the side and just put everyone else first, just for a little while. But when I came, I was like weird. It's like I stepped out of myself for a while, mm-hmm. it, and it was it's something I have a hard time explaining. But I did. I stepped out of myself for a while, and then I got back in. I'm like, okay, this needs some rearranging. I'm really chopping that up a lot. But in those high stressful moments, in like a couple of weeks ago, I had one day where I just had... I, dude, it's crazy. One thing after another just kept going wrong all day long. And I had moments to myself where I could punch that passenger seat next to me, uh, slam that door, scream, you know, like... But I didn't. And it's as if, like, I realized the highest stressful moment in my life, I gravitated back to that. And I said, this is nothing. This is not, this is nothing. I can help myself through this because I was able to help myself and others through that. And that, when I I felt like I changed, I felt like I had to constantly remind myself, remember, you've changed. Remember, remember, you're not like this. Hmm. Remember, you're not going to do this again remember you're not going to be this person again and that's what i that's what that's
1: how was I that think. like a daily like very conscious aware like you're it's talking every, to yourself and like no this is who i am now this is
0: yeah because you kind of replay those moments in your head where you're like oh
1: no i think that's i think that's super i think that's yeah. uh
0: i think it's brilliant that's like yeah you, you but you go back and you watch yourself back in your head you're just like oh hmm. you know there's no way or you i have a hard time watching couples argue like especially if they're around people, like that that gets to me a little bit, because I imagine it can be pretty awkward. Well, it's very awkward. But I grew up in a home where my mom and dad never yelled at each other, not one time, never. So when I see that out in the real world, I still have to remind myself, hey, dude, not everyone is like you. But maybe you can be an example for that couple by not doing that, by like them saying one day whenever. 30 years from now, they're like, you know what, Seth and Catherine, I never actually heard them, you know, like you know, they're they're different like that. And that's what I mean by by just realizing that everything you do, whether it's a high momentum moment or a low momentum moment, matters. Whether it's to you or someone else. Someone's always watching, you know, that that quote. Everyone, someone's always watching you or something like that. So I, I feel like in high stressful moments, I'm able to fix myself before I overreact, or I'm able to see something I don't like and not judge anymore. For instance, I don't like seeing couples argue in public. Well, I'm not going to judge them for that because I don't know y'all's scenario. I'm not in your shoes, so I'm able to re- I'm able to evaluate myself a lot quicker now than I've ever been able to evaluate myself before I actually do something.
1: Well. I think that the evaluating yourself is is your your you're having to be wow that's loud is you're having to be um you're having to be honest with yourself and that's not very pleasant because I don't think I don't, there there's I don't think there's anybody who can honestly look at themselves without any bias you know and look at themselves and be like yeah I'm happy with who I am like well gold star for you if you can do that yeah. um and on bi i think you're 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 lying to yourself absolutely and so um the fact that you know and 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 i i'd like to think we both come to a place that even if we're not you know all stars at it mm-hmm. that we, we you know we're we're able to kind of be we're able to to analyze ourselves or be honest with ourselves and like all right we're yeah this is a really crappy part of me and not and not try to justify it under modern excuses and it's like no this is no this is who i am well you and, you
0: said the word everyone's trying to justify why they
1: are the way they are oh yeah well and this is this is very this is something that i i really i kind of pinpointed and and it's nothing it's this is nothing like profound this is this is still you know, but I've just kind of really pinpointed this recently in conversations that I've had with some people. Um, you know, once you, you and I have changed our, our, our worldview, uh, our perspective on life, our faith, uh, just our whole perspective on reality has, has changed. Um, and some things that haven't changed have at least been open to debate or, or question. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and that's for those things to even t- to be able to, to be questioned shows uh, some level of, uh, you know, be, being honest with yourself, like, okay, well, you know, th- this is what I believe. And there's a hole here. Like if I'm honest with myself and that's, that's scary. Mm-hmm. So I've had conversations with people a lot and sometimes it's like, I, where, where did the conversation go wrong? Like here we were discussing and in my mind, we're going over very specific, you know, like here's the point supporting this side and you know let's see them present their points on their 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 side and and ideally you want a discussion where it's not a debate you're you're where you're both open to learning something from from the other individual but then it's like immediately when there's from my perspective an overwhelming abundance of evidence that would suggest that there's at least at the very least um a reasonable doubt that your your perspective or your belief on this issue mm-hmm. could be flawed mm-hmm. you know that's it when they don't have an answer without skipping a beat they immediately either will attack you know you for bringing it up or the source from which it came up with no with no you know well that's their defense mechanism it's, they yeah and they and and it's it's like innate. It's like in us because yeah. we've decided subconsciously. Nope, I believe this. Like, and it, it doesn't matter whether I have evidence, whether I don't. Like, it's 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 my identity. It's my worldview. And therefore, it's like there's evidence against it. And it's like there is never. It's not even a, a moment of well, hold on, let me see if that evidence like backs up. Let me. No, no, it's like trying to put a floppy disk in a CD drive. It's like d- nope, d- nothing. Yeah. And immediately, without even skipping a beat. Well, obviously, you know, uh, and that's when I feel like, especially in conversations dealing with people's faith, it's like, if you don't believe our religious perspective, it's because you don't, you don't like the rules and you want to do what you want. It's like, I'm pretty sure like, not like the other 80 something percent of the people on the planet. It's not just because they want to do what they want to do. Yeah. Like, there's a, a lot of other religions that have a lot of self-discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, and to yeah. not do it, some, some way more yeah. than others. I mean, look at those. Look at the monks.
0: Look what they yeah. do. Look at the discipline. Do you think that they're they doing
1: have. that because like they don't like your Christian principles, and they're no. like, oh, this is too hard, too hard. I want to do what I want to do. I want to go live by myself. And they they live
0: way more pure than we live. Absolutely, hundred percent, ten times over, and they have been for thousands of generations.
1: And, and whether they're wrong or right, I'm sure the motive mm-hmm. is like, well. From all the evidence that they've been given, this seems like it's the most it, it it's seems the most right relevant them. thing in the world it, their it makes sense to them. And so, yeah. um and so anybody who brings up, you know, evidence contrary to your belief, you know, if your only defense is, oh well, you know I'm right, you just don't want to do it. And like, well
0: Well, well the thing is everyone thinks that they have to prove them wrong. Or
1: I say, well, let me take that
0: back. I don't want to speak for everybody and I don't want to speak for every faith or every religion or every perspective. I feel like people think that if I'm talking – if if I'm a Jew, okay, and you are a – let's say you are a Mormon, and then like we just keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, the idea is not to go back and forth. The idea is to – maybe you and me can learn from each other somewhere. How about we de-label our religions? Just take the labels off of them. Take the labels off it. Of, let me take my yarmulke off. You know, let me just take take all the labels off of everything. Everyone can learn from everybody if we don't see the labels that they
1: wear on well, the outside. Well, but yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the labels themselves, but we've already just been taught. If you identify as this, then that's therefore the, yeah. you're invalid, and nothing you say is valid. So before we ever start, I've discredited anything you might say. Well, that's what I'm saying. But what yes. if what if we so if start you with- have enough self awareness, or just to be like, no, yeah, that's what I've been taught, but I'm I'm still gonna at least weigh everything they say and give it a, a shot instead of just completely disregarding them. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But
0: for the most part, people don't people aren't self aware enough to do that. So if you were to, or they're if not, to, they're not
1: willing to, they're not willing to be that will, vulnerable, whatever. Yeah. 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 All that, yeah. all
0: that. So if, if you, let's say we are average people, you and I, or we are average, uh, Christians or, or, or whatever. So if we went into a conversation with somebody we don't know and didn't start off with religion, we didn't start off with politics. We didn't start off with any of that. We could have a conversation, right? But it's the flip of the coin whenever we decide to be vulnerable. You know, yeah, you know, I, just, I don't think Trump's going to make it. Well, you're a Trump supporter and I'm not a Trump supporter. So then what's going to – now now I put a wrench in the gears. So I have to trust that you are self-aware enough not to get defensive. And the next thing you know, you're angry or you're upset or whatever. I, What I'm trying to say is we can't give people too many credits for being – self-aware we don't not everyone is there yet so i think when i say rip off the labels what i'm trying to say is maybe don't maybe be yourself be yourself and it's up to them to decide but i'm if i know or i have a feeling that like you know i need to have good discernment when i talk to you like and i feel it myself like you know what maybe today is not the conversation I need to have about politics with this guy today because I got a feeling that maybe he's not receptive enough today to hear me out. So I think discernment plays a big part. However, on the other side, you shouldn't hide who you really are. So that's why I think, I think discernment is important when it comes to having civil conversations, especially when it comes to faith and politics. I think that, you know, which is two things I don't talk a whole lot about. Because I do understand that that is people's livelihoods when it comes to faith and politics. That's their, va- well, well, faith,
1: at least like their value system. And that's yes, how, and yes. and it's their own self-worth. And if you spend yeah. 40 years of your life, you know, adhering to this, this ideology that gives you a version of, you know, your own value. And then mm-hmm. if, if there's a potential of, of it being invalid, then you've. You then you're in fear or uh, of invalidating, you know who 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 you believe you are, yeah. and so that's that's too painful. That's too scary. So it's not even, it. you know, it's not even up. Uh, you know, they 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 can't even, you know. You know what sets me
0: it. up is when people are so confident in what they believe in, and then without being smug, you ask them. Oh, that's interesting can you explain that to me and then they can't do it what do you think that is why do you think that why do you, do you think it's because people get comfortable with the way that they've always been and they just choose not to change
1: well, I think when you're a kid you're you know you you form you know a lot of your perspectives and you just believe them as fact and they're that filter that like, you know, when new information comes in, like, you know, in your brain, you've got, you know, like truth, reality. This is the way the world is, you know. And so now, you know, I can sit here and, and tell you, you know, if today I tell you, hey, the moon's made out of cheese. Well, now you can sit there and be like, really? Like, wow. So someone milked a whole bunch of cows. And like, <laughs> and we got, got in a spaceship. And like, you're like, nah like my your filter. It's like, nah it's not when you're a kid okay and so these whether it's a religious value or even ideologies that might one day transition into some of the political views they have or whatever it is but their reality it's you know it's already gone through the system it's already it's true yeah and um to be able to go back and open the door up to that vault of everything that i know mm-hmm. cuz you know you know is That's so you think it starts in adolescency when people are hmm, are young. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, how, how did you break your mold? So life experiences, yeah, we, we, we talked about that that's when all of a sudden I was like, literally like the very simply put the version of who I am and what I believe my ideology, this something's off. Something's Mm -hmm. not right. It's not working. There's, you know, and, uh, and, I I really believe that we know deep down. Like I believe that we we know when we we're believing a lie, whether it's our ideology, whatever. I believe deep down, um, but these moments reveal it. You know, and I feel like you know what I was going through, kind of like it just laid it all out where I couldn't deny. You know what oh. I I couldn't. It was like yeah. it was so obvious. It's like okay, there's obviously something wrong here. You know, so. I don't think that my everything around me, just like we talked about with you, the same people for the most part were in your life. But what happened is, well, now you were now you were receptive. You were like you were opened up. And so it was the same for me. And it just so happened that not long after that, like I did ended up I I friended people that before I never would have allowed into my circle. Yes. Um, I instead of listening to them yeah. to give a different argument, I was like, well, I'm not so sure about what I think anymore. So. I'm not going to throw it away, right? Yeah. But I'm going to hear I'm going to give this a fair chance. And um and at the very least, even if you listen to the other person and uh and you still don't agree with anything, you at least now have a better perspective. You have, that's great. You can at least understand, yeah. you know, where these people are coming from. I you know, we have, you know, our our hard left and hard right or extreme left, extreme right in our country and I think on both sides like yeah well those people are just like they just hate everybody they're after money they just want to get rich you know and the other people are like oh they're just lazy they don't want to have to work for anything. and it's like these extremes it's like well there's I-, I guarantee if you sat down and listened to them you're like man they're like a lot of them are probably the most I Do believe you know, the majority
0: that's, that's what Sarah Silverman did on her show yeah you know she went out she absolutely spoke all these Republicans and then she came back she's like I, I love them
1: yeah and at the end of the day she still was like I think they are dead wrong. <laughs> Most but, of them, yeah. But and and they think that she's like. I just think they're in they're uninformed on X, Y, and Z. She's yeah. like, but it, but I could still have a relationship with them. Yeah, a friendship. Yeah, and um, but, but if you in your community or your circle is, we are so fearful of someone, you know you know, corrupting us and leading us astray from our ideology that not only do we live separate in how we live, but we literally separate, you know, we're not going to go to the same schools. We're not going to go to the same activities. We're not going to go out to eat. We're not, we cannot, no, the only, you know, the only way that, you know, we're going to have a relationship is, you know, high at the grocery store and like, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep my circle. Well, if you only surround yourself with people that think like you, you will never grow. Never. And let's just assume that you're lucky and you are right about everything. You are not gonna know, you don't know what you believe until you've been tested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And excuse me, uh, I, I think it'd be it's way better to actually put what you believe to the test. And, and and that way, your 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 faith in what you believe is is that much stronger. It didn't even change. What your your ideas didn't change, but now you you have so much more faith because of that. You've tried it. You've proved it. Um, it's almost like you give your faith a backstory in a sense. Like you
0: kind of like you 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 look at okay, you look at the whole picture instead of the part you like. I, that's how I feel about my beliefs. Is because when I when I used to look at just the part you're, I'm familiar with and that I like. I didn't see the whole thing. I didn't understand, why do they do this? Why do we do that? Why does she do, or what what's going on? Once I did see the whole thing, I better understood my section. I, I, I understood yeah. it better. Yeah, yeah. I, no. gave, I gave my right. life content, t- context. I gave my whole life context. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a theory about that when you're reading you're supposed to like read the paragraph or the whatever before and. Don't after. you talking about in scripture? Oh, in, in scripture, but also reading in but, context. But also, but also like in um like the things that um oh who's that great philosopher that uh, wrote a lot about the stars and astronomy? Sort <laughs> uh, of the P. Anyway, I forget his name. Super popular guy. Anyway, I feel so dumb even just saying that. But like taking. Things out of context is so easy, and I think that's what people do on hard left, hard right, uh, Christian, atheist, whatever. It's so easy yeah, to pick a side. And, and and stick with that one little part, though, is what I'm trying to say. Right. And I, and I feel like if we just, like you're saying, become vulnerable and allow ourselves to think, okay, what Sarah Silverman did, I'm going to listen to everything you have to say. But when I leave here, I still have my ways. But now I, I feel like I understand my ways more clearly because I understand your ways. Yeah, and uh, whether it's biblical or unbiblical or secular or whatever, it doesn't matter how you do it. I think it's important. At least you just try. But how did you put your? your okay, so you're saying, oh, the same, similar to what I did. When when I felt like I put my foot forward with myself, I felt like every day, I was hungry to learn something more about myself. When I decided to, to drop my walls and become vulnerable to myself or be honest with myself, I felt hungry every single day after that. How did you get your, how did you
1: satisfy your hunger? Like what did you do to feed yourself? Well, one, I think the motivation, like what we said is once you are, you have the courage to be honest with yourself about who you are, Mm -hmm. then you have, you know, there's only two decisions. One, go back, stick your head in the sand and like, no, 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 no. I I don't want to look at it. And the other is like, I don't want to stay this way. Yeah, Like, I, I've got to fix it. So, if you, as long as you, you know, continually allow yourself to be honest, you know, who you, like, I feel like um, if you expose yourself to truth, I feel like almost... Uh, i don't want to say like free will isn't there um here this is what this is so if um if i'm trying i'm trying to think of an area like where it's where it's a, a flaw about who you are let's say you know uh, you know okay let's this is so random but let's just say that i i speed you know let's say i, I have a very bad habit of 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 driving unsafe taking mm-hmm. chances go going too fast and you know, whatever. Reckless. So like if so I can, you know, continue living like this and like, nah, whatever, I'm fine. It's it's not, you know, whatever. I'll be fine. Just kind of tuck it away, tuck it away. However, like here's reality, here's truth. Is like on my dash, like I put a picture of a car crash mangled and uh you know individual like with their body, you know, all just completely devastated. And that's that's reality. That's truth. That's the that's the product of the recipe that I'm cooking up in my life right now. So if I put that in front of me, in my dash, I guarantee you I will change my actions or I will choose to remove it from my dash. Mm -hmm. So I believe if you put truth in front of yourself, if you make yourself aware of truth, if you like put those things in your life, then you will conform. Like you won't have a choice. The only choice you do have is to like, you know, I'm just going to remove it. And, um, and I, and so I think that it's the first step is like, okay, just being honest with yourself. All right, here's, here's the problem. And as long as you consistently stay honest with yourself, you're consistently putting this truth in front of you, then you're automatically gonna, you know, start making those changes. And, uh,
0: but you have to do it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's also really important for a lot of people to understand that, of course, you make all your decisions. You make all your decisions, every single one of them. Right. You there's you cannot escape that. That's a major thing to understand. You, uh, Seth Gibbs, make all of Seth Gibbs' decisions. You're responsible. I am responsible. Right. Responsibility, vulnerability, and understanding the truth. And and our we can we can make our own realities,
1: but truth carries along all of that. Truth is in all of this. Well, and, and here's the thing. Would you want let's say you're not where you want to be in life. Let's say you're not happy. Okay. And so there's two realities that you can believe. You can believe the one version that it's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. You know, I'm here because of all of these people or my circumstance or environment. Well, if it's not you, if you're not the reason, if it's not your actions, that means it's beyond your control. That means your state, you're you're not in control of of you know and so yeah. that's a hopeless situation to be in. It's like, oh yeah, I can't. And that's where I think a lot of people are because there it's 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 a trade-off. You don't have to deal with the the uh the sorrow or unpleasant unpleasantness of facing your own failures and your own faults but now you've just put yourself in, in a prison because now mm-hmm. you can't do anything about it because it's you know so but if you believe that no I'm here this i'm in my version of hell and life because of my decisions and there are no excuses well well that's the best news that you could hear that means that well if it's your actions that led you here then well you can fix that right so uh yeah and i think that as long that that ideology that 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 perspective without even realizing it will cause you to start making changes in your life and but however if you're I want to say your truth. I don't think it's true. But if what you believe to be true is that it's everyone else, then you're going to sit around your whole life waiting for everyone else to change uh, those, whatever you think those factors are so you can be happy and you never will be.
0: Yeah. It, it all comes down to personal responsibility and, and doing things on your own. It's like people who work for a company for five years and they complain about not getting a raise. And then you go and ask them, have you asked for a raise? Have you put a foot forward to get ahead? Um, and uh, what happened with me was, and I'm assuming it's the same with you, I had I had received new information, yes, but I conquered my I conquered my pride in myself. I still work on that every day though. So it's not like a one time thing where you just all of a sudden everything's like, hey, uh hashtag woke. From here <laughs> on out, we're fine. Yeah. It's not that. That's not what that what this is. What this is is a daily routine, wake up, I'm I'm not going to be who I was yesterday. Today, I'm going to be a better person, da-da-da-da, tell myself this, that's, tell myself that, and then move on. And then after that, I'm going to change how I am, uh, whether it comes with treating people better or whatever. Another huge thing that just recently has helped me out. And something I, I never, I always thought was like, uh, I don't want to de- degrade degrade it, but I I always thought it was like, hoofla. like you know, like didn't really like just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. His the... meditation, and I've been doing this, and I mean, I cannot, I cannot explain to everyone how it's actually bettered me. Who as... got who got you into that? Like, Make... well, it's okay. I wouldn't say an individual. What I would say was multiple individuals saying how beneficial it was in I've their lives. I've heard it a
1: lot, literally within the last few months. I've, but you've heard it from,
0: I'm sure, from many yeah. people. Okay, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm yeah. saying was, I've heard it. I, a friend of mine, uh, who uh lives in down in Galliano, he opened me up to the to an app called the Gaia app, G A I A. Um, so I look at that every once in a while, but I, I've, I've actually was been paying attention to a doctor called Dr. Andrew Weil and another doctor called Paul Stamis. Paul Stamis, uh, is a mushroom doctor who deals with like the organic medicines mm-hmm. of mushrooms like lion's mane and things like that. And then, uh, Sam Harris has an app. Have you checked that out? No, I haven't. I just heard him talk no. about it. Uh, I, you know, this Dr. Andrew Weil might even have one. I don't know. Uh, host defense. You ever heard of host defense? This is a this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting carried away. Let me go back to this meditation thing. Paul Stamus teaches a breathing technique called the four seven eight breathing technique. Inhale four seconds, hold seven, exhale eight seconds. But when you exhale, you take your tongue. That's a long
1: time. I'm like, all oh, right. I'm just holding. That.
0: When when we're done with this, yeah. i we'll 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 get the posture that we're supposed to sit mm-hmm. and we'll do it. And I'm telling you, it's. It's euphoric. It's almost like you're high or something, but it's it's a but
1: they call it an altered At, state of consciousness. Okay, have you? Okay, we're probably speeding up too fast. I'm not allowing you to. No, no, your no, point. it's fine. Yeah. Is it? So they they I heard I don't know how many people talking about this. I think uh, I don't think it was Sam Harris. Maybe it was, um, but recently. A lot of talks about this and they've compared it to uh they're talking about the psychedelic experiences from mm-hmm. psilocybin or dmt mm-hmm. and that meditation is a it's harder to get to that state of consciousness but but it's but it is doable it's possible because we actually
0: have dmt i think in our hypothalamus or I, hypothalamus i don't know i don't, I don't know i don't want to say where no it idea. is but i want to say we actually we it's in us Hmm. We have it in our heads, hmm. so everything is accessible through something. So there's a there's a path to get to that point. Hmm. And uh, DMT is also re- released in minute amounts whenever you're dreaming to allow you to have like really vivid, deep, realistic dreams really? and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So with this meditation, the meditation is not a route for me to get to 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 get re- this DMT experience, but what it is for me is it to it, get just openness. If I were to say everything it does, you would need to just digest each one for like ten minutes. If I told you everything it does, I wouldn't just want you to hear what I'm saying. I would want you to experience with what I'm saying. Right. Openness, clarity, upliftingness, uh, relief, pro- uh, prospecting, like like, you know, looking forward to things. Uh it's it's an altered state of consciousness to sum it all up in one big go and it's something that you just you ju- if you've been your best self your whole day and you mm-hmm. meditate it's so peaceful it's so uplifting if you've been your worst self all day and you meditate you feel peaceful you feel uplifted it's hmm. no matter how good or how bad your day was when you meditate and when you take that time and you do your your the your meditation that's best for you you feel through through just waves, wavelengths of of euphoric feeling and also peaceful feeling, you just become another version of your best self. Whether you've been bad, you've been whether you've been your worst self or your best self, meditation even takes you a notch above all of that, and that's what it does for me. It also allows me. and And I used to have a really not a really bad anger problem, but like a tantrum issue where like I just get yeah. like mad at something or pissed off. I just throw something or I just go, oh, like that. Or I just like like whatever. Just like small little things. I find myself not doing that at all. And through meditation I feel like I'm actually de stressing. I need to start doing this more often. Exercise does that a lot. Exercise allows you not to overreact as much, but meditation is a physical altering feeling i actually get i actually Hmm. feel it and um the breathing exercise i've been doing for a little while meditating for a little while but it's a daily thing now and this breathing exercise i told you about i do it when i open my eyes i lay in my bed i do it and then throughout the day whenever i just do it do you
1: ever okay this is this is a very i feel like this is a laughable question but do you ever struggle with staying awake when you're trying to meditate
0: no because i don't meditate laying down Okay, I, I I definitely foresee on my the on my best, schedule having that. The best way to meditate is sitting straight up without a backrest, because you're actually you're having to hold yourself in that posture. And I think what that kind of does is that like keeps your your brain telling your body, uh, dude, let's keep that balance. Up, you we're know, yeah, we're up. We're we're sitting upright. Yeah. You know? And then you know how they sit with their legs crossed. Yeah, it actually puts more balance action on. Like it actually.
1: It takes more work to. It does. It actually, a little more effort. You have to engage your core. Or
0: you can, like, I like to put my back against the wall because I'm, I I mean, I don't ever get tired, but like, I feel like I don't have to focus as much as keeping my balance. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm able to relax a little bit more. Um, But yeah, man, that's, it's, it's unreal how well it's helped, helped me out. It really has. And, and it's got all the benefits above and beyond what you think it would have. And it just does that much more for you, even if you've been your best self all day you know, it it just takes you even above that.
1: I'd be intrigued. Uh, I'm definitely intrigued. And, and, and and this is for for the last few months, you know, it's come up so often and it's like, all right, it's just a matter of time before I really give this a good shot. But because so oftentimes when it's brought up, it is brought up in, in some kind of comparative sense to a psychedelic experience. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think that we just talked about people being open, you know, right? Like, this is how I think. And then it's like, hey, just, hey, just, just think about this, you know? It's like, no, 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 this is what I think. You know, I'm not going to... Is that, I think it was Jordan Peterson who cited a study. And I, the, the the specifics of this, I'm, I'm going to butcher. But from... I'm pretty confident that it was from only one psychedelic... Um, trip. So, um, it was uh, I? I don't remember the dose they gave of psilocybin. Uh, not everyone that was in the study experienced the the trip, right? The the Hallucid- hallucinations. The, yeah. Uh, but for the ones that did, they all experienced, and they had some way that they gauged. Uh, it it wasn't just openness. There was something else. He termed it as. But it was f- for the, for the sake of this conversation, it was just being being open to to new ideas and and something you know but he, it was something something openness I don't remember what the term was but they all moved down one whole level or 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 increased one whole level on being more open now whether that's a good thing or a bad thing uh, you know, it depends on what you're being open to I guess or but I think I I I definitely know that if you're not open you're never going to grow you're never going to change so um, but everyone it was like across the board they all had this new uh, they all change as far as their their ability to be open to new ideas and i the people that i've talked to they haven't said it in those precise terms um but i feel like in 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 their own way they've they've also said that since meditating they've been very open to to other things that in areas they, they would have never grown in had they not meditated Yeah. So yeah,
0: No. I and and now I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. I understand that because I have been trying to, to stay med- meditative. Uh, you can also meditate in the state. I just would be very careful, like while you're driving. <laughs> it's almost like you know. And, and can you do that? I wouldn't have. I well, wouldn't have like, tried while driving. It's like a way. Uh, okay. It, it's it's embracing silence. Mm-hmm. So maybe which is
1: hard. Well, is
0: it? you have to oh. let yourself do it.
1: It's uh who's the who's the guy who played not not the last not the current Spider-Man. Uh The Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I hated those movies.
0: <laughs> I hated them so <laughs>
1: much. They were love stories every
0: single uh, one of them.
1: Well, I thought that he did a great job. Yes, he did. And I'm I'm a really big fan. I yeah. don't think I've seen him in anything is, that that was not outstanding. Well, I mean, as far just, as his performance. Yeah. Um The sad thing is the the movie, the project that he was on, Uh I have not seen. But he was, uh, I think he was talking to like Stephen Colbert and he was talking, he was, uh, I think he was playing a Jesuit monk or priest. Uh, I'm going to butcher this obviously. But um, in preparation, I don't don't remember the name of the guy uh, that he went with, the guy who played, um, uh, he played, Wow, my Star wow. Wars knowledge is about to is just like crumbling here. Uh, Harrison Ford's son, I'm oh, sorry, Han Solo, the character of Han Solo's son, Ben Ben Solo, is that what his name is uh, in the Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That character, whoever the actor, Adam, uh, uh yeah, whatever. Something. Yeah. yeah, they both. I think that it was it was those two individuals, and they they went whatever. Long story short, to prepare for this role, they went to. To go spend a week or something with these monks, and they were they had to do like seven days of silence. They weren't allowed to speak, and they were alone. You know, no phone. Whoa, 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 no whoa, anything. Whoa, whoa. They were Andrew alone Garfield with no company. Yeah, I think there was like they were alone. Solitude? You talking and about? I think you know. I think like the monks would bring them food or whatever, but it was see. just like, for the most part, whatever version of it, they yeah. they could not speak. Yeah, yeah, and they were alone. And I read about a journalist who did he, that, and yeah. he talked about how dark it got you know like just in this his a, mind oh in his mind you know but then um just how it was like without even from 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 what i got from it and mm-hmm. and it, andrew garfield if you're ever listening to the boogie broadcast broadcast if i'm if i'm misquoting you i apologize from from what i got it was like it, it you know there was some dark things that in his mind but it was like you know, he's sitting there like he didn't, wasn't actually doing anything actively. You know, it's not like he, like you do something like here, I built this, whatever. Like if you had looked at him, you'd think that, you know, he did nothing for seven days, but like internally, like, you know, he was like, uh, like it's like, you know, cleaning out your mind. So like by the time he was done, he said he felt like it was so pure, so clean, so purified. So just, you know, that like I think that and it wasn't meditation but even just getting alone and being quiet uh, I think it it forces you to kind of you know I guess be more aware of 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 who you are and all your your thoughts and I think that they're so I think that uh, it's very uncomfortable and that's why in our society today man it's we can't and I Guilty have music playing, a podcast going anything but silence. That's so and
0: that's so strange you're saying that because I like recently well not, not recently, apologize. Since I've been doing this job that I'm doing where I travel a lot, I I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I seize moments to capture my silence when I'm driving.
1: Well, I think but Absolutely, Absolutely. Still doing But I feel like this but... is, but I, but I feel like, but okay, but I feel like five, five years ago version of Seth. No, man, exactly. I yeah. to be doing something, you listening ha- to something. Yeah. And you, ha- and the thing is that you have to like purposely, once you, once you start doing that and mm-hmm. you experience the results and like, oh, I'm changing, then yeah, even though it's not necessarily like, there's no way that doing that is as fun as, you know, watching your favorite TV show. It's not as fun, it's not as enjoyable. It's not as entertaining. It's not as pleasant. However, because you've done it, like you realize there's more value in it, and so because of that, like you, I don't know if it's enjoy, but you find you find you do find joy, you find satisfaction and more fulfillment in that activity than something else that might bring you more pleasure in the in the present. Unless it has
0: to do with knowledge, I I do agree. I think that I find it more enjoyable to enjoy the silence. Or the moment where I can reflect or meditate or something. I, now, that's way more enjoyable than anything I do. Cut, transparent moment here. I have a hard time staying interested in TV shows now, though. I, I, what shows are you watching? Well, okay, I'll tell you what shows I'm watching. But I, I, I can tell you this. I can't binge watch. I can't do it. I can't... I cannot... Maybe you're watching the wrong shows. Well, okay. I tried to binge watch Peaky Blinders, and I couldn't do it. I had to break it up. Mm. Yeah, me too, though. Peaky Blinders is one of my favorite TV shows, though. So, like, like, okay. Let me, let me, let me allow you to be Seth for a moment. Okay. I love Peaky Blinders. So it's a TV show that I loved. Okay. I okay, but the one that I agape, okay, the one above all. I can't sit down and watch more than three or four episodes of The Office. Mm. I can't, even though I've seen them all, if we went back, even when even when Netflix came out, okay, with The Office, I didn't see a lot of episodes. So, like, I just, I didn't, like, I, I didn't seek out that and just watch all the ones I haven't watched yet. I, I cannot do that now that I am, like, a little bit more at, at ease with myself. Um... I when I I started Game of Thrones way late too though. So like I started Game of Thrones two year three years ago. Right. No, 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 no. Two I got married on the eighteenth and started watching like a month after that. So about two years exactly a month after that, okay? Two years ago. I couldn't even bin, binge watch that. Now that's work,
1: okay? But I I couldn't well, even and what, binge watch. And do you think it's because you because you don't find the there's not the knowledge and the value in it? Is that what you're saying? Okay. You know what? Like, yes. So I drive, you know, 10 hours whenever I I spend my weekend with my son. So it's a 10 hour drive there and a 10 hour drive back. And so recently on the last few, like what you said, I used to like either have, you know, like Netflix playing in the background or something, something to check, you know. uh, And I, before I felt like I kind of did that for the majority of my drives. And now um, I, I can't, it's like you said, it's, and it's not that it's not entertaining, and I yeah, don't yeah. love the show, yeah. Um, but I think maybe, maybe we're maybe we're both growing up, and or 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 something. We're recognizing like, man, this is just there's zero. I I need to. Okay, do you ever just feel like you if if there's enough time goes by during the day and you have not either accomplished something or like something of value has not, you know, that has I'm, not given you. I get you're like, irritated. Ah, yeah. I, I'm wasting unsettled. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah and I, ah. Shh, shh, uh, yeah, not that's not the and obviously uh you know I I I imagine that it wouldn't take if I worked really hard uh, I'm pretty sure I could go back to to not caring. <laughs> uh but but as of now yeah, it's you know it's it's a very uh un, like you said unsettling. It's very unsettling because you you reflect back and see what you did
0: throughout your whole day and you're like, "Ugh. Like that's what I did." Well, okay. To accomplish something, though, that there's a level there for each individual. Accomplishing something for me would be: did I meditate today? Did I talk to my wife enough today? Did I talk to a friend today? Uh, did I check on so and so who has been doing good. Like, though, that's accomplishments throughout a normal day for me. It's just making sure that I'm being the, my true self. Like, you know, am, am I am I doing? Did I do something for someone else? Did I do something for myself? Which one of those two things haven't I done yet? And then maybe do that. That would help me feel like I had a better day. But also, I have to do stuff with my hands a lot too, though. So I've been getting a little bit better at understanding that it's not what I it's not what I physically do. It's just that what I do for myself and what I do for others. But I used to be where like if I didn't paint a car or make a piece of furniture or sculpture or work on a bike or work on my car or something, I felt like I was like, oh, I had not do nothing today. Well, but now that I'm more mature, I realize that the more important things are making sure you do something for yourself or for someone else.
1: And, and uh, it doesn't have to be this physical material object. It used to be before right. my my, right. my changes. Well, that's my, probably, but you did that since you, I mean, y'all were building stuff. I mean, how old were y'all when y'all were?
0: I remember, well, from what I remember and what I was told was we first welded something when we were eight Well, I don't know about Isaiah but Luke and I, I think we were eight years he was seven I was
1: eight yeah yeah and then we just kind of you know and, and I think on. when you find when you find something that you're good at it I, I feel like and you get praise and y'all did I mean and not just from your family like y'all have a whole community with that very quick that without even realizing like you start to kind of like you find you you find a little bit of your value in that activity in yeah. these things that you do and so yeah. i mean not completely but whereas and if you don't do that 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 version of you that gets that value from and there are a lot of people that connect themselves us. so yeah i guess
0: what you're saying or what i get out of that is i even still to this day when i do finish something I feel accomplished because yeah. i see everyone else who feel maybe a sense of satisfaction of Wow, that I'm I'm so glad to see them still doing something. Or they might feel connected to us because, and and we try to be good people. But I think what it really is is like even even if like, it's the little things is what I'm trying to say. I made I make these little lamps now, and like people ooh and ah, and they can't believe it. Right. But like I don't do it for them; I really do it for myself because I feel accomplishment. But it's so nice that other people actually get a sense of enjoyment out of it as well. I, I get that when I still watch Jesse James, all the guy from West Coast Shoppers. I, I just I, I I get so excited when I see him do something, and I'm so glad he's still doing it because he's been doing it. He was one of our main sources of inspiration, mm. you know, and and he's still doing it, you know, and he's almost sixty years old, and just to see him keep going and keep doing these things and not stopping then I'm like, well, man, I don't want to stop either. I want to keep going. I want to keep doing these things, create new new avenues of of, of, of enjoyment for myself, but also like actual things that come to fruition. I mean, I, I want to keep doing this. I don't want to stop. I want to keep going and keep going and keep going. you know. And uh, maybe some, I, going back to the, the, the binge-watching thing, I said that to say this. I don't understand people that don't want to be accomplished in life that do the things that they're told to do, do the things that their mom or dad used to do, or do the things that they were told to do by so-and-so. This is your normal. This is what you do. Mortgage, car notes, Netflix subscriptions, you know, for a nine-to-five job, whatever. This is what you do. This is what you're supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. Not No, a lot of people are changing. A lot of people are switching that. But there's still a lot of people out there that I find so fascinating. There's, there's someone I'm, I'm fairly i'm pretty close to that's like that wake up go to work come home don't have any hobbies don't have any type anything they're living for nothing they're working towards and it's like when they're done with their work day they just sit idle and it it agitates me because i'm like i'm like i'm gonna go over there like my hands jitter like i want to push you like i want to Come on, do something. Let's go. Let's you but do, it's, do this.
1: But I think it's a hundred percent on what you believe is reality. You know, okay. For instance, if if I if I told you that the state that you are in, you have no control over it. It's dictated from the government and the society and the constructs that have been, and that's and that's what's dictated your that's what what's dictated your place in life, and not you. This is it. It's, it's you know you don't have any place. Not only that. Is that, um, you know, you don't owe anything anybody. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have any responsibility to, you know, you, you just have to look out for yourself. In fact, not only do you not owe the community around you, honestly, they owe you. Well, if this is what you believe, well, then why strive? Because it's pointless. Because that's what you believe. Yeah. So, if, if you believe that you will fail if you try, well... Then you're not gonna try, and you know if you believe you don't have a responsibility, you know to yourself or those around you, then then you know and 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 that's and that's what I'm I feel like that's that uh, that pivotal point that we talk about where that in life where you know and I'm not I I, I don't I want to be too harsh. I
0: guess that's why you have entertainers and those that are being entertained is is to not that's a dumb way of putting it but it's a dumb down way of putting it but uh without some of those people that do strictly not have drives or anything for people like us we're the ones maybe feeding them secretly so i said that to say this i that's a fear of mine to become complacent come idle mouse oh, absolutely stationary and to stop growing to stop growing Yeah, And it does, it bothers me, not in a judgmental sense, but it bothers me because I feel like, man, I just wish I could do something for you, man. I just wish I could, I wish I could give you something just to, like, not live for, but just something more. There's more than just this. There's more than just what we're doing. And not to say that you'd have 10, 20 things going on at one time. Doesn't it feel good when you do have multiple things that you are doing? I don't know if you're like that. Do you like multitasking? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I like get that. A, it's almost like a rush. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like, ooh, uh, oh, I gotta get this done. Like this podcast, like doing this podcast. I drove from Gulfport to Baton Rouge, set up for my trade show, called you, set this up, doing this now, when this is over, process it,
1: edit the audio for the formats, and then And then you still every- got your own work for from the trade show to do. And just keep going, man. Just don't yeah. stop.
0: Yeah. And, on top of all that, I want to start doing more things. I, I almost, like, I get high off of that stuff, man. I just, I love that. And when I see someone that, like, they might say, like, you know, uh, okay, someone asks me, why are you doing this podcast thing? Well, because I want to. Well, but why? Because I enjoy it.
1: Okay, but why? I, I can't explain to you why I enjoy something. Were they, okay, I'm fishing for an answer here, so transparency, but... Were they almost kind of like critical? Like, are you just trying to get attention? Are you just trying? Like, was it almost a negative, or do you feel like it was a sincere? Like, hey, I, I really want to no, know. I felt, I felt like they were
0: trying to maybe figure out, like, maybe they were asking me to
1: find the answer they were looking for. But do but you think they were looking for a, a, almost like a, a, a bad answer? Like, like why are you doing this? Like this, this, they're like, they, like they thought it was a waste of time. Okay, yeah, I feel like. I feel like that you have very few people in your life, and this is not original with me for sure. I'm repeating other people who are a lot smarter than I am, but you have to be very, very, very careful who you share your dreams and hopes and accomplishments with because most people cannot, they are incapable because of whatever their perspective is of seeing anything other than like it's, they only see thing in values of can this benefit me and, and and you know my self image and you know and my what it's all about them and if it do, and it, your accomplishments as long as – if it doesn't feed them then it's it, there's no value to it and the only thing is if you're successful at something all it's doing is exposing you know them that they're not you know and so it's like like I I, I know. There's several, there's definitely, there's several individuals that I know really well and it, and where they're in these close relationships with other people who have made a change to like be healthier versions and like, you know, they started changing what they eat and like going to the gym and everything. And here's these, here are these individuals bettering themselves every day. Well, these other people, and they are so skeptical yeah. It's so critical of the person who's like, like, oh, and they're like, you know, you know, changing, like, can't eat that, whatever, and it's like, oh, you, you think you're ever gonna actually be this? It's like, yeah. no, but we're not gonna but stay I can here. work towards it, yeah, and and yeah. Uh, and it's like, why are you so critical? Do you really think it's unhealthy choice? No, they don't like how it exposes, you know, where where they're at, and and to end it with this, going back to what I said, is be, you be careful because uh very most people aren't very in, encouraging most most people in life aren't they they're not yeah. going to speak life into you but the thing is that if you share your hopes your dreams your accomplishments or whatever it is uh, and they respond negatively it's almost impossible to not let that affect you
0: well i think i think i, I think i did good by not letting it affect me a lot because when they said that twinkle in the eye or something but like maybe they don't understand and maybe that's their way of, of saying saying to me hey I don't understand why you're doing this maybe like what you said earlier was it this or was it that I think it was a little bit of both possibly because you know people fear what they don't understand mm-hmm. and maybe they were looking at like I just don't understand like why are you doing this you know what what benefit do you get out of this like what is are you getting paid or is this gonna happen is that gonna happen you know and some people just have a hard time seeing that you just might just enjoy doing stuff. you know, when it's work to them, to me, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy painting cars. It's a lot of work. I don't do it very much anymore, but I still enjoy doing it. Well, for some people, that's like, oh, that's too much work. I just pay somebody to do it. For those that are work, to some it is fun. But I also feel like sometimes I might get just lucky enough to where I can convert you or I can allow you to convert yourself into understanding why I do this. Right. So I possibly could give you the opportunity to understand. And I, maybe I, I was able to do that with this individual. I don't have a whole lot of negative reports, but I, this is a very uncommon thing with people that you and I know. What we're doing. Yeah, I don't know anybody who does this. Well, I mean, it's just the way that we're talking to each other oh. openly. No, I'm sorry. Openly sharing it with everyone else yeah, on a platform that yeah. possibly could lead to other things around here in this area. It's not a very familiarized thing, right? You know, people like, do you know how many times I've, I've asked someone like, you know, what podcast you listen to? What's a podcast, right? I mean, it's just, and now, now that's not to blame them for not keeping up with technology to say the least. But to say the most, I only do this because I like to do it. And that's – I don't need credibility from other people, but I enjoy when I do get it. Right. I, right. I enjoy – that's that's my reward right now. I don't get paid. It's not making money. You know, I spent money to do this. Right now, I just wanted to start doing it because I like it. I want to do this. I, this is what I wanted to do on top of everything else that I'm doing because this is not a – Platform or this is not something I'm trying to do to prove a point to a bunch of people This is something I'm trying to do to prove a point to me that I was capable of doing this and now that I'm here I have my foundation and Constant growth is going to start here from here on out.
1: It's just nothing gonna. It's just gonna keep just what growing I think it's a great. I think it's a uh, you know, you set up everyone sets up structures in their life that that help them evolve and uh, you know, trying to think. Okay, even if it's uh, you know, you you go to whatever your religion is. You go to church three times a week or twice a week, whatever. Is you have these times set aside. We have this structure where you're allowing, you know, f- to be open to getting some, uh, some something that's gonna help, you know, to 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 maybe expose where you're deficient or you're weak or you need to grow, whatever, yeah. whatever. There's there's countless different structures or, or um, platforms or whatever you want to call it in your life that allow, allow you to evolve. And I think, you know, not just as a, a podcast, not just for your listeners, but at, for yourself, it's it's a very unique and very, I feel like, incredibly uh, profitable thing for you to go through because not only are you here, you know, as you're, you know, talking about you what your ideas are um you're you're in the moment processing them and like sometimes you don't even realize exactly what you think until you've you said it out loud and you've you're you're articulating to your own self like your own thoughts and ideas you're talking to someone else and either you know you're 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 putting it out there and i'm just you know one person who either is gonna like yeah i agree like whenever you have an idea, especially if it's new, like, well, how do you test it? Well, one, you, you can, you compare it to all the other evidence that you've experienced in your life. And like, well, it it seems pretty, seems rational. It's holding up. Well, let me put it out here and see what, how everyone else. And then you're like, well, everyone else seems to agree. It seems like it might be true. However, you might put something out there and it's like, whoa. And everyone's like, that's, you know, and, and they, and they, they dish it. And, but Uh, and and they have reason to do so. And you're like, ah, I was wrong. Yeah. And so here you are like you're, it's completely vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. The only, you know, it, this can only be, I mean, I, there's so much potential, you know, for you or anyone who's hosting a podcast like this, because it's not just the other person you're talking to, but all your listeners and their comments and all the feedback they get. Um, what an amazing structure. I mean, okay, here's another one where, uh, when I went through the medical program at Fort Bragg, uh, at the end of every six week class, we all peered and wrote, you know, peer reviews of everyone else in the class. And, um, well, there were, Times when we finished, and I got these reviews, and it was not, it was it was uh, not very flattering of who I each, was. did did each person write about each person? Yeah. Okay. So you knew what, but it wasn't signed. On Un- okay. So 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 you were able to you know anonymous? Ante- yeah. yeah, yeah all an- anon- anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Um, and w- when I got back in, the majority of the class didn't have a very high, um, you know, opinion of me. And your first reaction, right, is just be like, well, obviously, the majority of my class are really horrible human beings who have poor judgment, right? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And then, but, um, yeah. but here's a, uh, an op- how, how lucky I was to be an opportunity where I was put in a position to get feedback from all the people in my environment. That's incredible, though. That's that, rare that's opportunity. How, yeah. How? How, wow. how? How? But I don't. And I, I'm. I'm. I feel like. I was just there, right? You know, I feel like for the for the most part at first, I just completely disregarded all the feedback. And, uh, and then I was like, wait a minute, what are the odds that I'm right and everyone else is wrong? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and uh, like that obviously seems, you know, very uh, yeah. improbable. And which was like, all right, well, let me reevaluate. And that's another, exp- you know, experience or something, you know, but I feel like this, is very similar where you've put yourself out there and you've created a platform where you, you, uh, you get to hear different ideas and different, uh, and, and then everyone's feedback when you put yours out there. So, um, I I think it's really, I'm intrigued by the whole thing. Now I listen to religiously. I listen to Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan and Sam Harris. And then Ben Shapiro gets in there a good bit. Every, every once in a while I'll chime in with him. He's, uh, he's,
0: all of those guys are super, super wealthy in knowledge, mm. and there is something yeah.
1: from all of them. Everyone and they learn. all com- have areas where they completely disagree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. um, percent. But um, well, that's like this. You don't you don't watch the same kind of TV
0: shows all the time. You watch crime, drama, thriller, comedies, whatever. But they you all enjoy something about it. Um, but when it comes to learning knowledge, it's so funny. People hated going to grade school, but when you go to college, some people fall in love with learning, but they wait until they get into college to do that. My theory now in life is fall in love with it now. Figure out what it is you love to learn about psychology, sociology, um, the, 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 the uh, physics of physics are fascinating and, and or fall in love with all of it fall in love with knowledge and knowledge period knowledge period truth no, don't don't yes. don't pick and choose just fall in love with knowledge itself watch yourself change you will change whether you attempt it or not to change yourself if you fall in love with knowledge you will change and for the better most cases if you're able to discern what kind of knowledge you you soak up or dish out uh one thing uh the last thing I want to talk about is your new thing that you're trying to do. Your what's that? Your your path that you put yourself on. Your music career. What is that? So so that you started. So you have yeah. You have you have beginning stages. Well, you've you've done other things in the past. Uh, your spoken word, which is fascinating, right? Fantastic, and now you're choosing to go towards a music path. But you have a unique opportunity to like, really like, show or document like like with other people like what you're doing. So tell, you no, know, explain that.
1: Well, so I think it's and I and I think that the spoken word stuff was a, a incredible um, step in the evolution to getting you know to this point. Um, and that's how you look at it, like yeah. Like well, well, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Well, I definitely think had I not gone through that part then I, I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing now. And it's been a long time coming, but the, it, it took, it was, there were so many people that were involved and so many people I happened to meet, um, at very pivotal moments when I started, you know, really, you, you know what there? So one, um, I think that this was when I started, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, um, um, I heard, who was it? Matthew McConaughey said something, right? He's really good at, I think he could say almost anything though. And it sound profound, <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I won't forget. He said this and, uh, he said, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mess this up a little bit, but the gist of it was happiness is a reaction to an outcome in your environment it's beyond your control. So if your goal is to be happy, you'll spend the most the rest the, the majority of your life disappointed. And this is what I thought was good. He said, "Joy is what you experience when you find yourself doing what you are fashioned to do." And it was very pivotal because I had just finished um, a song that I had been working on. And when I had finished it it all came together and everything just and it's almost uh man, it's almost transcendent like how it comes together like where did you like you almost can't believe that it it came together perfectly like it was almost beyond you and um and i I thought I've how I felt in that moment of accomplishing that he that he nailed it joy is what you experience when you find yourself doing what you're fashioned to do. Mm. And it's like nothing else mattered that I still have joy in this. And, um, and then going down that road, uh, you know, you're, you're very, anytime you try something new, like you have to be willing to be a fool because if you're trying something new, that means you're not a professional at it. You're not proficient. So you have to be willing to like, you know, fail and mess up. And, yeah. and so during that time though, you're very, at least I was very unsure of here, I'm going in this, I don't know. And, uh, I just so happened to I'm gonna try to think some key people. Um, uh, a really good friend of mine, Crystal Jenkins, who's one of the best people on the planet, just super, super, you know, uh, what's the word? Very, um, very genuine. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, She's able to, you know, she's, she, remember the people I talked about who, if it's not a value to me, then like, that's it, you know? And she really, you know, when you meet people, you have the decision to either speak life into them or death into them. The, who, the, to the, everyone has the potential of all the best versions of them. Yeah, And either your words can like help bring those to life or. You know, someone's like, Oh, I want to be this. And it's like, oh nah, dude, like you cannot do that. That's way too hard. Well, you just like all these potential versions, you just yeah, you eliminated just, yeah. from their potential timeline. And um that she was a really key person. Um, she had, you know, some involvement in Nashville and some some record labels and and so her time there. And so that was a really a key individual. And then I happened to, and it was just by chance, met a guy named Mr. Eric um at a local music store here who I hooked up with on um kind of working with my guitar playing um to another level and, Pro, and so you're talking about progressing your uh... but and it wasn't just the musical skills it was the when I well even one of the songs uh you've heard my god my guitar and me uh you know is his story and whenever I'd go there it would be like yeah guitar lessons but then it would be these like these truths he'd sit down and, and he'd kind of give me his life lessons and uh, it was just you know you could not help but feel like I'm you know I'm meant to be here this was fate like the, the yeah. things that he's telling me in it, it uh, it's definitely like a transcendent experience so That's all awesome. these key individuals there along the way that helped shape the process of how I write where I get the ideas from And, um, and I think as far as just the skill set, I think the spoken word just helped me with just lyrically, you know, with my vocabulary and, and, and writing skills, but, um, another individual who like, I can't help, but, uh, think about him when I think about like my own doctrine of writing, what, you know, why, or how I, I go about it. But he said, a um, you know, you've, you've heard my songs. They're all, it's all, it's very, it's all country music, but he said, he said a country song doesn't have to be true but it must always be honest and so i have you know kind of like a checklist when i write is that all right so this song has to contain a truth it has to be something you know there's a truth in there so um you know for the most part i think everything they've written so far is very literal true stories either my experience or people that I'm, yeah, that I'm that i else's right that i'm close with um but they're completely true stories but whether they're true or not, if it could be a fictitious story that you're doing to relate a truth. Um, but not only does it have to have something true in it, you know, I could sit here and talk to you about all the bad things that have happened in my life and that's true, but there's no value in that. And so it has to be a truth that is easily digestible by the audience to bring, to have something of value you know, to their lives.
0: So let me stop you there. Do you think a lot of the country songs are simplified because of that? simplified in in this not not in a verbal sense or a
1: vocabulary sense but simplified to daily life what I'm talking about being easily easily digestible yes well I well okay I wouldn't even say that the majority of country music not to like everyone has their own doctrine or what their belief what their they value me personally this is how I you knew this is what gives me meaning and satisfaction to, to in my writing at, at the moment um, if I, you know, if I wrote a song that didn't have that meaning, and you paid me a million dollars, then I might have a different opinion. I don't know. Um, but this is this is what I, you know, how I write. Um, but I do think it's important. Um, I, I will say that it, I, I I do think that a lot of the songs in country music, especially some of the the older ones, and there's still a lot today, but they're very simple truths. You know, they, they break it down and, and, and I think that it's, yeah, I think that's very, uh, uh very important because I, I think for the most part, you know, um, when you're, when, when a therapist sits down and tries to talk to, talk to someone and help them with, you know, their life's a mess, you know? the therapist that i've talked to they say they say they're like well our process is not by telling them, well here here's where you're wrong yeah. and you need to do this 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 they yeah. actually sit there and ask them okay what's the problem well why do you think that is well what do you think is causing that well is there anything do you think there's anything you could do to stop that like and at the end of the the counseling session you know they've solved the problem themselves and they knew the answer you know they they knew the answer to all the questions they didn't take the time To sit there and go through it, it's like they knew the truth of what they needed to do. They just needed kind of a guide. But the the way that they were perceiving it wasn't easily. It wasn't super obvious to them. I see. And Mm -hmm. so what that therapist does is try to make the truth like it's where it's super obvious and they're aware. Oh, this is the here. This is the problem. Let me pinpoint it. You know. But the but the person's doing it themselves. And so, you know, I do think you know, music, and it's not just the genre of country music, but I think if you can take a truth and you can put it in a way where someone, it just connects, the light comes on, you know, where it's easily digestible, you know, is I guess my term, um, then you've done something of value. Um, and and I, I definitely would say I've experienced that um, in the past. The tr- what we just talked about of being honest, you know, with yourself. One of the songs is called, you know, if I'm honest with myself and it talks about, you know, all the different things that we seemingly go to, to, to hide from the unpleasant truth. And it starts off, you know, this bottle of Jack is my best friend. He makes me forget all the places I've been, but I like the way he whispers to me. And it talks about all the different vices and the, and the, the different ways we escape from our reality because it's, it's. It's too painful to, to, to face. And but the thing is that the demons and dragons in your life, when you ignore them, they just get bigger. Yeah. And so they're more obvious. And so you have to find bigger and better things to distract you. So that's when like, you, you know, you, you go after like, I don't know, maybe the harder drugs or you just, you know, uh um, just, you know, a plethora of, uh, you know empty relationships that are just there to they're just there to distract you you know from yourself and um but eventually there's there's no escape because even at the highest of high you know that there's still that voice inside whatever that is like you can't get away from and so there is no there is no escape and so the you know until your life is over there's no um, there's no way out and so the only solution to get out of the hell that you're in you know uh, i think the last line of the song says uh, the only way to crawl out of this hell is if i'm honest with myself and so if if in this song you know that truth is communicated and, you know people are in their life and it's like oh, man you know and i've got to you know then uh, you know, I've, I need to put myself in order. Well then, holy cow, you know, and I, you know, I, I know, I don't think there's anything that's in my songs that aren't in, you know, others, you know, that aren't there. Um, but I hope that, you know, I've put mine in a way that maybe there's some audience that will listen uh, that wouldn't have heard it somewhere else and yeah, then they you can can, take those truths and then apply
0: it to your life. Yeah, you can hear the same message two different ways and then 20 different people will understand it all differently. They'll get it from the two separate messages. I'm I'm built that way. So what's your uh so what are you looking at like before people can actually hear your songs?
1: Um so right now we just finished everything to have all the content for our first album. Um and so we just started what I think 2 weeks ago in the studio. Thanks so when you when you FaceTime me, you were doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm with, um, Nelson Blanchard and he's there in Baton Rouge. Um, and I, what I've only known, it's, it's been, it's been, just been a couple of weeks. One of the most gracious guys, super talented, unbelievable. Um, and, and ha- how I meet these people, like how I get connected with these individuals is just beyond me. It sounds it's, like
0: you're on the right road to get where you need to go. It's
1: yeah. Um, but it's been, it's exciting because literally I wanted to do this it's almost a year now. And I remember thinking, I think, I think after just a few weeks of writing and realized how long, you know, before I would write a song within a couple hours. And now as like, I I would like to say the depth or the um, quality or the content of, of, of the songs that I've written have got, have improved. Like they, I'll spend weeks of hours a day, while I'm at work, while I'm at driving, you know, driving, just going over them again and trying to just really like, how can I communicate this, you know, the, the best way, you know, and uh, it takes weeks and some songs, even months. And so it's been almost a year to come up with, you know, one album's worth of, of songs. And so to get to this point where you're, you're getting in the studio and you get to hear, uh, you know, a finished pro product, that's, that's exciting. Um, so, but it'll probably be, um, I think before like the first single is released and I'll just, I'll just, as we.
0: With, with your single coming though, you got a music video that's going with that, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So you'll have. At least for the first few, um, the ones that we were going to release first, um, there'll be a music video for, for at least the ones that we have picked mm-hmm. out right now. And so uh they'll be on Facebook, and you know what por- portions you can put on Instagram and youtube and and all those platforms uh but um should be in the next few weeks we'll release the first single, and then from there, just as fast as we can get all of our content together just one at a time over That's the next awesome. yeah it's it's been i can't even uh so many hours and days and so much. Well, all
0: all it's, all it's going to do for you is just make you feel like a better version of yourself. You know, when you get this going, you get this done, but imagine how many people are involved with you. You know, I'm super excited for you.
1: It's been a community that started like, you know, all the, there's a lot of individuals and I can't take credit. You know, uh, this is, this is, you know, my journey or so. And like you said, like this podcast, it's something that you just were compelled that you felt like you needed to do, if not for anybody else for yourself. And likewise, um, it's been very therapeutic for me and obviously hopefully it's you know beneficial for for the other people
0: you have all my support the sun is setting behind us yeah. i think it's a good time how long we how, how long up. we've been doing this We're i don't just... know i i don't actually have a timer or nothing i just kind of like let it run so if i had a guess yeah. maybe like an hour and 40 minutes or so yeah so like that, so, so
1: what so is this podcast 3 uh this is number 5 okay it's be number 5, five. Yeah. so the next one will be us and like you know meditation pose for yeah. an hour we're just in yeah. silence yeah and it'll be very beneficial for the audience well to just when, and-
0: when when we finish this up i'm gonna show you what i do and it's right. like it's amazing all right thanks for coming on steven oh, i appreciate for it I right, do love you man
1: love you too